From Up North News, I'm Pat Kreitlow. It is Wednesday, August 19th, and uh, as we often do, we'll start unpacking the news with the latest on coronavirus statistics, 663 new cases reported by the Department of Health Services. But it's also the fourth day in a row of a fewer than 10,000 tests that were done. Uh, we'll have more about that over at upnorthnewswi.com. Now, in switching gears to the Democratic National Convention, uh, I've got all three of our reporters here, Jessica Van Egren, Julian Emerson, Jonathan Sadowski, we thought we would all be in Milwaukee together covering the convention. Didn't work out that way, but we are still covering it. Uh, and one of the things that happens at a convention is different groups uh, meet, different demographic groups, constituencies. Every one of us fits into multiple boxes. And so we could talk about all kinds of different ones, but we're going to pick on four of them this time around. And Julian, we're going to start with you talking about the, uh, the rural breakout session and the discussion about Trump's impact on rural America the past three years versus what uh, Joe Biden is proposing. Uh, what were your impressions from the rural panel discussion? Uh, the panelists uh, talked a lot about how they feel that rural America is being left behind and has really been left behind in the last few years, even more so than it had been previously. Uh, they talked a lot about how farm policies to benefit big ag over the small and middle-sized producers. They talked about how lack of broadband access is really, really increasingly hurting uh, rural areas. They talked about uh, the poor condition of roads and bridges because of a lack of state and federal funding to fix those. And they talked about lack of schools funding and how the rural districts, some of which uh, are more poor than the suburban and urban counterparts, are falling behind in some of those areas as well. Okay, and, and Julian does outline all of that in an article over on our website, again, at what has been happening in small town America and what kinds of things are needed and what the uh, Biden campaign is talking about. Jonathan Sadowski uh, worked on two different uh, articles for us. One was a youth voter rally that was held online uh, last night and then a Latino panel uh, that took place uh, earlier today, Wednesday. Uh, so let's start with uh, last evening and youth voters, Jonathan, and the difference that uh, our state treasurer says they can make. Well, uh, state treasurer Sarah Godlewski, she was one of the speakers at, at this youth voter rally panel, a millennial herself. She was uh, really there along with state representatives David Bowen and Greta Neubauer and state assembly candidate uh, Francesca Hong, who will likely be headed to the Capitol later this year as she secured the Democratic nomination last week for uh, an assembly district. Um, and she also appeared alongside uh, Bella Fuentes, who was a UW-Madison student organizer, and Ashley Biden, uh, Joe Biden's daughter. They were all there to really encourage the youth vote to come out because in such a, a critical year and such a critical state, uh, you know, any amount of youth vote could make the difference. Uh, you know, we saw in 2016, Donald Trump won the state by about 20,000 votes. And it is uh, Sarah Godlewski's hope, along with these other young leaders, uh, that their demographic, the millennials and now Gen Z as well, will be able to uh, tip the scale really to go to uh, um, Joe Biden in November. 
And perhaps, uh, just perhaps by having this convention virtually doing the uh, new technology that more younger voters uh, probably uh, appreciate more so than an old fashioned convention, maybe that can make the difference as well, Jonathan. And uh, for the Latinos that met on uh, Wednesday morning, again, it was about that narrow margin. And in, in your story, you talk about uh, how many uh, Latino voters in Wisconsin, you know, weren't registered and, and how that's more than what made the difference in 2016. And I'm sure that was a central part of the message to that group. Yeah, absolutely. In 2016, there were about 70,000 unregistered Latino voters in Wisconsin, which again, um, Donald Trump won by about 20,000 votes. So um, here we had Julian Castro and uh, Democratic National Committee Chairman uh, Tom Perez, as well as a, a few others, including uh, State Representative and Milwaukee Alderwoman Joe Casta Zamaripa, um, they were all talking about how the Latino vote as well can be very important to a, a Joe Biden victory. But they also were very uh, aware of the fact that Joe Biden underperforms in polls with Latino voters. So they were talking about the fact that they can't just uh, you know, take the Latino vote for granted and that Joe Biden and the Democrats really do need to uh, work to make sure that everyone's heard and represented this year. All right. And and if there is one group that is uh, somewhat comfortably uh, in the Joe Biden camp, uh, it is women, whereas men are very uh, squarely in, uh, in the Donald Trump camp, especially based on our Marquette Law School poll last week. Uh, but turning to the women now, uh, Jess, uh, the event that you'll be reporting on hasn't yet happened yet as we tape this, but you can tell us a bit about uh, the group of women that we'll be meeting and what they'll be talking about. Sure. Yeah, tonight, um, I, I'm, what I'm guessing is that it's kind of going to be similar to a meeting that Ashley Biden um, held on August 10th that featured several um, prominent Wisconsin um, women lawmakers um, in the sense that it's going to be talking about Biden's um, plan for women, and that solely focuses on improving economic security for women. Um, a big component of that is fighting for equal pay improving um, accessibility to affordable health care and as well as affordable child care. So I would suspect that those themes that were talked about um, in the initial roundtable with Ashley Biden will be discussed tonight as well. Um, it'll be more celebrity featured this time. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be on the panel as well as Jennifer Gardner. So should well, be an interesting discussion. It should be, Jessica. <laughs> Thank you very much, and Julian and Jonathan. And so there you go. All the campaign uh, convention themes with none of the politician speeches. You got off easy on this one today. But you can follow all this and more on our website, upnorthnewswi.com. From the editor's desk, I'm Pat Kreitler.